Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Hello, I'm Chris Maxwell, and as my friend Tracy Reynolds was uh, saying in his introduction, um, we just want you to know that you are welcomed. Thank you. Thank you, uh, all who are listening in to our conversation and to our dialogue. And and Tracy, I'm thinking about uh, last week's podcast and uh, the last two weeks with with Kevin Bordeaux, and and, uh, especially last week, uh, his honesty, his transparency, and man, there are times when I'm going to have a conversation with you. It's just going to be the two of us, and I want to, man, let's tell some jokes, let's laugh, let's make it light and fun. But boy, thinking about that and knowing the need for such an honest conversation about personal struggles and about the need to pursue help, Tracy, that was that was in in my opinion that was very important. Oh, vital. I um, feel the need to talk more about that today. That we just don't, we can't afford to repress and push down and squash and act like things are are okay. As particularly as believers, as followers of Jesus, Chris, thinking that somehow it's more righteous and right for us to pretend as if we don't have a bad day, or maybe we have a succession, maybe we have a bad season. And uh, I, I was just thinking, uh, as you and I were just reflecting about our time with Kevin, that I remember a month ago on a Wednesday night, I just told guys, I said, so for whatever reason, I have just found myself angry. Because part of, I think part of it was because he shared about that. But I remember sharing that on a Wednesday night, and I felt almost stupid for sharing that. It was like, as I am saying those words, I felt like there was this little demon on my shoulder going, "You, there you go, there you go, you idiot, you shouldn't have done that. All the while knowing that I needed to share that, that I needed, and it wasn't like I felt great about sharing it. No, it was kind of embarrassing. And uh, there were a handful of people that came with the tidbits of advice, but most of the people just basically loved me and cared for me, and they prayed for me. Uh, and in a day or two, I just, I, I told him, I said, I just want to get to the crux of this. I as Kevin said, I want to find out why is that? What is going on here? What in the world is this? Mm-hmm. Let's figure that out. I think it's important that yeah. we stop and pause and do that, Chris. When we greet people, we often say, Hey, how are you doing? And I've mentioned this before, but the, the typical response is often a lie. <laughs> yeah. just, hey, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. But who who do I have in my life? Who do you have in your life that they look us in the eye, eye to eye, face to face, not in a hurry, but they look at us and say, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, Chris, tell me how you're doing. Uh, and for those who are listening, I want them to process this. Who do you have in your life that will look you in the face and invest time to be with you and say, how are you really doing? You know, Chris, I I so value that as a principle of life, as a rule of life. 
And sometimes I, I wonder if people say, well, okay, when you guys just start talking and you're just talking, what about the biblical background? Let me go there. You know, it was Jesus himself, he said, when he was asked, what's the greatest commandment? He, was, he said two things. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. And the person's nodding his head. You can almost see it and saying, oh, mm-hmm. I do all that. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it out of the park. Grand slam home run. And then Jesus pivots on a dime and he says, that's the first and greatest commandment. The second, well, the guy didn't ask for two. So he got a bonus. He said, the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said these words on the night that he was literally betrayed. He said, a new command I give you, love one another. Here's the key. As I mm-hmm. have loved you, so you must also love one another. Here's what I imagine. I can see Peter. Matter of fact, I don't even have to guess. As soon as Jesus came back and a few weeks had passed, uh, here's Jesus with Peter. And the, Peter goes back and goes fishing. And Jesus sets him up with an encounter so that on the beach they can have a one-on-one, just like you were talking about, where he says, Peter, do you love me? Mm. Three times. And he asked him point blank, knowing full well that Peter loved him. But then he gave him his next command, you know, feed my sheep. And he had already told Peter that he was going to be pivotal in the kingdom of God, in the church, in the ecclesia moving forward. But imagine looking in the face of Jesus and he says, Peter, how you doing? Really? Whew. Yeah. Fortunately, uh, you know, I have people in my life, people like you, Tracy, and, and other people that God has put in my life that I can sit beside and experience what I call true new testament church mm-hmm. you know this they they had things in common they could relate to one another and they listened well mm-hmm. uh, to others i was having a, a conversation this past weekend um with one of my dear pastoral friends from orlando i mean we we have been accountability friends mm-hmm. for decades and Sometimes we'll have a brief conversation. Sometimes we'll, it'll be a text. Other times we'll make sure that we have time for a long, deep, honest, transparent conversation. And the other day, neither of us had that much time, but we, we, we both needed to talk about a couple of things. I needed to unload some of my thoughts and concerns and issues that I was questioning and that I was going through, and he needed to do the same. It was just like... We didn't have a solution, but talking about it brought us to a place of of healing and recovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's good if we include that in our schedules, on our to-do list. Let our to-do list not just be something we must do in our world of performing, uh, something that can be graded and improve our ranking. No, put on our to-do list, I am going to see a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see a Christian counselor. I'm going yeah. to to talk through my issues with them. And and also those times of of just being transparent with a friend we can trust, somebody that's going to listen, love us, mm-hmm. but then challenge us to go get the help we need. Those yeah. need to be priorities, Tracy. Oh yeah. Well, I want our listeners to know that you and I provide that for each other. That those aren't just words uh, we're not trying to impress anybody here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think it, it, maybe it's a sign of strength, but maybe it's a sign of weakness that I can say, you know, I, I need other people. 
I, I need, you need me and I need you. Uh, it is very common. It is almost predictable that uh, six o'clock rolls around. I'm going to heard from Chris or Chris is going to hear from me. Uh, and, uh, and then we're talking AM. There is, those hours are on the clock. Um, and, you know, I just got back from a, a journey overseas and uh, you were checking up on me. And just as soon as I could, I, I wanted to tell you how things were going. I knew I was being prayed for. Uh, I had a handful of people. I didn't have 25. I had three or four people that I knew were praying for me, and they were sending me these encouraging words and just saying, uh, it's little things like, you're going to be okay, man. You're going to do a great job. Uh, whether you realize you do that, and, and you probably do, Chris, but there's no way to say how much I, I not only appreciate that, but I need that. Uh, and those reassurances, those there have been a lot of times when we'd have conversations, uh, and I would say, Chris, I'm so sorry to be a downer, and to say, you know, because I really wanted to talk about good stuff and talk about those things, and and we weren't. That's not where we were, or one of us, maybe both of us, were there, but one of us needed to share something that was heavy and it wasn't super pleasant, and we would make allowances for that. We would go there, and that would become the priority. Well, isn't that what friends are called? When isn't that what Jesus meant? Mm-hmm. When he said, love one another as I have loved you, because Jesus obviously modeled that with those men for the three, three and a half years that they walked together and did everything together. Yeah. Leadership is is not just about on stage and performing. Mm -hmm. Leadership is about uh, knowing what care truly is and caring for other people and allowing people to care for us. Um, Sometimes you listen to a leader and, and, you know, they have all of their steps to success and their key points. Mm. But then, Tracy, they tell a story about their own struggles. And it's like, okay, now I will trust them to lead me mm-hmm. because they are more like me than I realized. Right, right. It's, it's uh, I don't care what you call it. It's earning the right to be heard. It's um, creating relational bridges that are strong enough to hold the weight of deeper conversation. And it you can't microwave that. You have to take the time. And I, I honestly believe it starts with maybe a holy curiosity mm-hmm. that did you care enough to, to say, you know, Chris, tell me about that. You know, tell me about, I, I want to hear the story behind the story that... Uh, when we have guests on our podcast, the first thing we tell them, and from day one, has been this: our first conversation is we want you to tell your story about how we came to be sitting at this table. Uh, oftentimes, it's a table that we're together at, and they're across the country, around the world, or wherever they are. Uh, different time zones, different cities, different locations, but we're having this conversation as if we were having a cup of coffee with them, or, or coffee for me and water for you. But we're thank you for <laughs> bringing some clarity to that. I almost interrupted you a few times in the previous conversation. So, so we're having water together. Uh, by the way, uh, when I was in Germany last week, I realized that, that, that there is water and there's water. There is uh, fizzy water. Uh, do you want uh, calm water? <laughs> or, you know, or do you want which is H2O just agua mm-hmm. or do you want fizzy water and I was like well yeah I'm gonna give me some fizzy water and it was like <laughs> seltzer water mm-hmm. or carbonated water so I always wanted the, the the active water so you would have the calm water no doubt so but where we're doing that it's we're having life together well the table was such a vital part of the New Testament church before yeah. we had churches we had tables 
And it's amazing to me, and significant and not accidental, that Jesus began the inauguration of his ministry with his disciples around a table. Mm-hmm. And that so much of our lives and our best times are, are around a table. Uh, and that's and why is that? Because it seems that it disarms us where we're just a little bit more honest and um, transparent about what's happening in our lives. And God meets us in the midst of that, that we're two or more gathered in his name, that he somehow is there doing what he does. Mm-hmm. Tracy, as you look back over your years of ministry and, and life, um, how have you uh, personally dealt with um, the loss of loved ones, um, mm-hmm. sadness, friends who've committed suicide. Uh, you know, how has it helped you to be able to talk through and, and talk about it to other people? And what about those times when you really didn't, you held it in? Uh, yeah, how have you dealt with some of those? I had a mentor who took his life in 2004. That was the same year that that Kevin came to to Emmanuel College. That Kevin mm. Bordeaux came. He mentioned that, and uh, um, I it was towards the end of that year, and he um, we had just been together the two weeks before that, and I played, and I sang, and I actually led worship, and I talked at his funeral. I even played trumpet, which uh, he asked, specifically asked. He had all these things lined out and it was very very hard and god helped me through that but it was a long time before i could talk about that um i realized that this man had such an incredible influence harold had such an incredible influence in this community and he had a bible study with 30 35 men that met every thursday at the y and they were all asking why you know mm-hmm. how how can a Christian and does does a Christ follower who takes their life go to hell? And I knew those were important issues they were dealing with, and and I felt like I can't let the fact that he was struggling mar who he was. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it it for some reason it it was deferred in me for a while, um, and I felt like I was riding in a grace boat. But then there came a day that I woke up and I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was angry that I couldn't play racquetball with Harold. I was angry that I wouldn't have any more times, and, and it felt really selfish, and it was. Don't let it be clear that the, the most selfish act is when I take my life. But owning that, talking to a friend, just saying, hey, man, I didn't grieve that well. Yeah. And I, I had to go back and allow the Lord. And, you know, I, I realize my take on it and it may not be true may not be accurate may not uh, science may not bear this out but i don't know that there's a lot of rules when it comes to grief but i do know this we have to take the time to grieve yeah we've got to allow that to to get it out in the open and mm-hmm. own it and and be okay to say you know i'm angry yeah i'm mad as heck i i this is uh or i'm disappointed or you know i Whatever I'm stuck, mm-hmm. and I need help getting unstuck. Yeah, um, but I can't get any of that if I just repress it and hold it in and bottle it up, Chris. Right. It's interesting um, the honesty that we're um, talking with right now. In the title of this podcast is "Next Step Leadership," um, 
I'm very concerned because we have tendencies as leaders to often focus so much on whatever we should do next Mm -hmm. that we don't take time to do what we really should do next, which is the now, the step that we're struggling to take in the Mm -hmm. present. We need to just stop where we are and realize Hey, the last step that I took or the the rock that I stepped on or this difficult part of my present journey is painful. Mm. I need to rest and be healed before I rush to some next adventure, right. to some next step, to be better capable of taking a healthy and appropriate next step is to stop right where we are and kind of evaluate, okay, how have I done with the mm. grieving process? Because these steps have been painful. A friend died, a family member, a relative died. Someone committed suicide. How can I cope with this? Who can I talk to about it? So let's not, let's not rush ahead mm. as our method of denial. Let's, let's just stop where we are and find healing and therapy and recovery through a grief process. Mm. You know, Chris, I, there's a, a quote, and I'm, I'm not going to get exactly right, but this is one time I just don't remember it exactly right, but... The essence is this, that we can be so busy doing the work of ministry that we neglect the work of God in our own life. Mm-hmm. And we can't have it both ways. There's, the Lord will absolutely allow us to run with my tank on empty, like I'm prone to do in my little hybrid car. But I cannot give what I don't have. And there may be some reserve tanks, but there's a point where I have to yield to the work. The most important work in the ministry is the work of the ministry in me mm-hmm. and in you. Yeah. Well, you're so right. Well, Tracy, I want us to end this podcast uh, with just a time of prayer. Uh, the people who are listening, and a variety of people, um, but we all need God. We need a time of healing uh, we need to be willing to make the right decisions, and, and we need one another. So, Amen. Tracy, let's just take a moment and pray okay. together. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful uh, for friends. Mm. God, we thank you that you are our Father. You have welcomed us into your family, and that you have welcomed others so that we can be a true family. Yes. I pray that we would come to the table. God, not just stare at a stage not just live in a world of churchy performance, but we will come to the table and sit together, laugh together and rejoice together and celebrate and eat, but also spend times with healthy dialogue, asking deep questions, listening to one another, crying together, and being healed. I pray that you would do that today, God, that you would heal us of our hurts, of our deep hurts. And as we are healed, God, you can help us then stand up and be strengthened by you as you are the one helping us make next steps, the best steps possible, because we want to do all of this for the building of your kingdom. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. 
Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces, is available now at www.chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their new musical releases at www.casualamericans.com or at your favorite music suppliers. We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. Step.